Everybody wants you these days. Oh. That's, that's gotta be like uh, <laughs> Hey there. <laughs> aren't you Mrs. Uh, Deadpool or something? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I have expressed um, my love for Deadpool and... Um, so what the, is that? The fans the, love it. They just, you know, they, they love it and they really some, ran with it. Sometimes and I was like, people, awesome. uh, people do the casting. Do you have a drink? Do you want a drink? Um, I have my, my, my little cup okay. waters here. Um, this is nice. You know, people sometimes like cast, they like they cast Tina Fey as uh, Sarah Palin. You know, they just sort of like insisted. It was like, oh, you know, that's who else is going to play Sarah Palin? Tina Fey. Yeah. She kind of looked like her and, you know, it just, bond, it just, yeah, yeah just, uh-huh. just made for fun. Oh, also, hey. We brought you a, a, a little gifty because I was told you smoke. So I brought you some things to <laughs> oh, smoke. Oh, that, that by got the way. out. That, yeah, that, we can ru- put it down that rumor here, about oh, me smoking. What? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that, that rumor made its way all around the block. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. I uh, own a cannabis brand. And it's called what? Forbidden Flowers. Forbidden Flowers. Mm. Why forbidden? Because I feel like <laughs> because <laughs> I'm I, not forbidding myself of any of it. <laughs> um, I, you know, really hate the stigma around weed. I fell into weed stigma. because of like serious. Oh, this is beautiful. Stomach issues and anxiety and like crippling anxiety. Um, and weed has really changed my life. And what, why, what, is, what is it with you kids and anxiety? What, what is causing all the anxiety? Uh, I think I mean, everything. The world, the, the way the that world. the world you, is now, it's, you know, constant. But you, just you, bad, you, bad, you, bad. Everywhere you down. look is so bad. <laughs> God. You know what? For, uh, this, I find to this find to be enjoyment a, in I, your natural day. I find this to be a disingenuous argument because your generation doesn't know what's going on in the world. So how can you be that fucking concerned about what's going on in the world? I know what's going on in the world. I should have the anxiety. I follow it. You kids don't follow it. Mm-mm. You don't know what the fuck's going on in the world. What are you upset about? What What I is the world problem? there's definitely things that we know what's going on. Maybe we don't know necessarily <laughs> always the full story, 100% of the full story. But, you know, I think we definitely, yeah, we, we're we seeing it. We're hearing it and we're, we're vocal about it. And all these young kids growing up with this form of social media and media in general, it's just... It's like, wow, you know, how long is it going to be before we're just used to it and it's, it's not that bad anymore, you know? Can I tell you, I have been sent in my life quite a few boxes and, mm-hmm. and setups. Yeah. With, this is such a beautiful, I mean, it is so Thank elegant. You. Thank I have, you. I don't think I've ever seen jars. one. Really? Uh, yeah, it I, is, it I is love it. The, As you can see the ombre the, It's such a piece of art, this yes. box of dope. It's so pretty, it's, right? It's and then people love to Look collect at this them. ashtray. Um, oh, if you're uh-huh. listening to this while you're walking your dog, you're missing such a great thing. This is so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, that's Thank a real, you. I mean, that cannot be cheap either. It looks like it's uh, from Tiffany's or something. Yeah, Glasshouse, who does oh. uh, Forbidden Flowers, is amazing. And I why I wanted them was oh. because they took so much care Thank and you. actual effort into what the product is and how it feels, you know, the real product. And 
I met so many weed companies um, before, and I just, when I found Glasshouse, I was like, wow, and you guys, you guys care. This is why everyone wants a piece of you. you, 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 you what is you, that? You, that's a. Uh, Ooh, what have you? Yes. Yes, I love a, that you it's have a cigarette a case, case yeah. that I used to house my clove cigarettes, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know what they're putting in these cloves these days, oh, but it is fantastic. It's about the cloves. It's, uh, but that's why, because you put so much care into that. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you're obviously artistic. Well, I knew that. You know, I, every time I've seen you, I always thought, well, that's a cool chick. You know, I wonder if she would come here and do a thing like that. Oh, fuck And then yeah. when you said yes, I thought, oh, well, I was, my instinct was right. Because I, I always thought you were cool because you would never, like, sort of back down when they came at you. I mean, I know you're Thank dealing you. with the anxiety uh-huh. and all that. And, I, you know, this is probably where the anxiety is coming from. Uh, hate. Yeah. And there's so much hate. In the world. Yeah. Especially, no, yeah. also the pettiness on social media, your oh, generation, is always like crazy. fucking harpies on each other. <sighs> it's like, it's, I don't know how you deal with it. I, yeah, I would have anxiety too. Yeah. If I, if I, I don't know what it would have been like if I grew up with like that kind of shit. And, and it's interesting when I, when I confront people your age with this, they never like deny it and like defend them. They're never like, no, we're not like that. They're always like, yeah. Yeah. I know, it sucks. And it's like, I know, but it's your generation. If it mm-hmm. sucks and you can control it, why don't you? Because you can't control it. Because you can control yourself, but you can't control the world. You can and, control not looking you know, at it, Even in friend groups, like, you know, we've got a really hippie friend group. Um, there's some people that even like to make jokes about each other. And, you know, they have a certain dynamic in their friend group that's very... Um, you know, a little like knifey, but everyone's best friends. But they like to get, do, do these little digs that ends up making people like later on in life you didn't even think it was anything, and then you're like, oh, actually, I'm insecure about that now. Who knew? Right. And uh, in our group, like you know, so it, I've been in you know making friends for a while, and it's so interesting every time you know we meet a new friend, make a new friend. We're very specific in our group. As soon as we start to see those kind of more negative tendencies come out. Our group, like, we're just we're just too hippie. It's okay. I don't smoke it unless I roll it, but I can roll one. I have this thing. I, I understand. I have this thing. I, baby, you do not okay. have to explain that for two seconds more. I totally get that. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not a... I, I, that is not one of my anxieties, but I totally respect that. Okay, and, uh, and you are actually not even the first one to do that in that seat. You know Freddie Gibbs? Love Freddie Gibbs. He was here very recently, and he did the same thing. Really? I totally respect that. First of all, I admire anyone who can roll. I've never, ever been able to roll. It was always a stumbling block in my development as an artist, I feel. I could have been (laughs) much funnier and freer if I could have at least just learned to roll a fucking joint. (laughs) But my joints, it just looks like I killed a cockroach. It's (laughs) terrible. And some people can make it look, I swear to God, like a cigarette. What? Oh, yeah. Well, I, it, it, it's, you, you'll see. It's like really about getting that, um, what's it called? That, that shape, you know, tighter, tightest at the end and, and fatter up, up towards here. Talk and slower. That's, <laughs> Talk slower. Um, and that's, that's important. A very erotic people, description of a, uh, <laughs> 
some people just roll like they don't know how to close the back end, and I don't even roll with a filter. Don't smoke a filter. Any filter? Just like a straight. Isn't it funny? People, people do lionize you like sexually more than like. There's always like a couple of chicks in any generation, and they're like, like, oh, wow, like they're the go-to. Like when people people want to like an example of something somebody who like oozes sexuality, they mm-hmm. say like you, like they would have a, a Pamela Anderson in a certain era. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot to live up to. Live up to? <laughs> yeah, for you. Oh, I think uh, I'm. I, I guess technically, it's like I'm already living it. But people- I think I've always been as well, like a kind of a, a sexual person. So. I just feel like even right. when I'm not like trying to be sexual, people are still like, I don't know, she's so sexy. Like there's something like that's really sexy about her that's so sexual. And I'm like, I don't really see what it is necessarily, but it people just, you know, they just run yeah. with it. Well, and it's like, I mean, sometimes okay. it's something that you I mean, what gives it its power is that you <clears throat> can't define it exactly. You don't know it's a, it's a, what they call an X factor, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, what is that thing? Yeah, yeah, that extra thing. Yeah, well, if you could, mm. if you could quantify it, it would lose its power. That's what it's. There's some. There's a mystery about it. You're right. I mean, like, why can line up a hundred pretty girls, but like one stands out? Like, why did you get to be where you are? It's just. It's you know. It's partly work. It's partly an intelligence usually that sometimes somehow reads, and it's something like an X factor. You know, people mm. don't fucking know. They just, they just, I saw you in this movie. Um, I think it also, like, it, you know, it depends. Like, there's just, every woman is so fucking smart. And then, you know, you, it's like, there's this thing that's kind of been put on women. And you kind of have to, in some situations, like, better to act not dumb, but naive. Um, and, you know, I see some girls that kind of use that and I'm like, you know, I don't know why you're like so fucking smart and I actually know you as a person. (laughs) And I, you know, I think it's just from over time. And that's why people say I'm kind of like in your face a little bit because like you said, I kind of stick to my word and I'm very like, no, like, you know, like, like this. And I, I wasn't the kid that wasn't doing their homework. I was a kid that was asking for more homework in school on set <laughs> to do. And when did the anxiety start? You know, I don't know. I, I think that when, when, as you get older, you start to kind of time things. You start to see um, rhythms in your life that happen. Uh, for a second, I was getting, not a second, a very, quite a few years, I was getting this terrible, terrible chest cramp that I got. Um, uh, thank you so much. Oh, wow. This is such an interesting, I'm like, how do I, how do I break this off? Oh, oh. <laughs> I have anxiety with you just holding something for me. I was just going to say, honey, don't worry about it. There's, there's nothing, no rush. <laughs> thank you. Uh, but I used to get this Terrible, terrible cramp. I remember one time I was walking. Cramp? Uh, this cramp. Yeah, this just debilitating cramp. That brought on by anxiety. Brought on by, I didn't, and I didn't well. know for so much time growing up. Like, I got a, um, a colonoscopy, upper ostomy when I turned 18. 
because I did not know what the fuck was wrong with me. And one time as well, I remember it's just so clear as day walking out of this movie theater and I was like 15, 15, 16. And I just like, I had had cramps before, but this one was just so bad that I literally am walking outside and fall physically to my knees, like so fucking dramatic. And I just could not move. I just stayed on the floor and I was like, what, what is happening to me, like, in, in my life? What was um, happening? Literally, doctor's like, you know, we found nothing. It's just anxiety. Like, you know, here's, what you was can the take anxiety? a bunch of pills. It's what? just, they just say it's anxiety. Like, it's not even. I know, but look. It's not like, oh, here's all the things you have anxiety about. Of course, you're always going to have anxiety in your life about, like, pretty much a lot of things. But when it gets to such an extreme point where you might think I'm okay, like I'm acting normal, but my body is like, no, bitch, you is not cute right now. You is anxious as fuck. But, and here's a cramp to tell you. But Bella, if we're going to make any progress in this psychiatrist-patient relationship, you're going to have to identify where the anxiety is coming from. We have to right. find the head of the snake. Right. You know, there's uh-huh. an alien on the ship. And someone's going to have to go up there with a flamethrower and find it and fucking kill it. (laughs) Because, you know, when when it first got on the ship, we thought it was just a little fucking uh, harmless little unicellular creature. And then it grew like crazy fast. And now it's this big fucking Uh cramp in your stomach. Uh And, but we, you know, we got to get there. So uh, I'm going to take a guess. I think... Do you it's, get anxiety? No. Well, of course, everyone gets anxiety to a degree, but I get way less than I used to. When I had anxiety, I was a child like you. I mean, uh, not child, but yes, child into adolescence. I had terrible anxiety. I, I went to school every day with a knot in my stomach because I was afraid I was going to be the kid who was ostracized. You know, that was a big way we had before social media of being assholes. Kids are assholes. Mm-hmm. That's the banner headline. Underneath that, we've, the technology mm-hmm. changes how they're assholes, but yeah. they're born assholes. Mm-hmm. And they would, there was one kid who was made fun of unmercifully, and sometimes, for reasons I still to this day don't know, sometimes it wasn't that kid and it was some other kid, and sometimes that kid was me. I was like second in line to be ostracized, so I was always worried I was going to be the the kid who, like, you know, they would call it giving you the cold shoulder. No one would talk to you, you know. Um, if if you had to pick a song to sing for the Pledge of Allegiance or something, they wouldn't do yours. It was like just the same shit. That kid, because kids get their jollies being mean to other kids. I think also when you're growing up, you don't really know right from wrong. You have an idea of right from wrong, and every day Correct. you think, be right. Be good today. Parents but, have to teach children. Yes. And I think in yeah. general, there is this a certain curiosity to, um, to the younger part of your life. There's a very big curiosity that kind of lets you know the balance of right and wrong. And some people step over that line and then say, oh, shit, that's the line. I didn't know that was wrong. I feel bad. Shit, I won't do that again. Some people step it, step it again, step it again, and it takes them a while to understand why this is wrong. Well, and they might like know it's wrong, but they still have all these other forces pushing them, you know, right. past that line. I was also bullied growing up, so like I I totally get it and 
I just but, feel bad for all, everyone involved. Everyone's got uh, fucked up shit to deal with. And even the bullies who are terrible also have terrible conditions that they're dealing with that make them act this way and act out and shit. And you're just yes, like, man, I it's all what, one you big have, clusterfuck. Well, we have to make the connection here between why they act like assholes and why you feel bad. <laughs> and the connection is making you feel bad is what makes them feel s- good. good, feel superior. Right. Or some, yeah, whatever it is, right. it's your pain is mm-hmm. that coming at the expense of their, yeah. not pleasure, but somehow bigging, yes. bigging in, themselves in, up. Yes. So what, right? But people, like, you think, like, this is, oh, this is so bad, right? But people do this every day. Like, when you go through a breakup and then your person starts dating someone new and you're all, like, on their Instagram feed looking at it being like, oh, this person's like this. And, like, they totally seem, like, superficial or, like, blah, blah, blah. And you're just finding reasons to kind of fill your own self-doubt and, and insecurity. And people do that every fucking day and don't even realize that that is not a good habit. That's a bad habit to start. And that habit only gets worse in other situations. You know, let's say someone kind of throws a dig. So you're like, oh, I'll throw a dig back. Yeah, another tricky line that people cross every day and don't know what that line really is. And um, what, is what would you assess honestly your participation in this sorry fiasco. Of, in the sorry. Di- well, of digs and um, have you never done it yourself? Are you? Oh compl- no, I. You know, I've definitely you, been. Okay. Uh, so like, you're not blameless in the scenario. Oh yourself. no, no, okay. no, no. Um, and you know, but in, you're in your head, even you do this as well. Like, let's say you'll tear someone down, and it's really because you don't have things that that person has. Okay, and then you look in the mirror, and you're like. I'm, I'm ugly in this. I could work on this. I could work on that. But you don't ever oh. sit in the mirror and say, I, I love this about myself. This is actually great. I fucking woke up today. And that's, that's a clap on the back just right there. And you constantly have that kind of negative shit. And when I was younger, that used to be really bad. And I would see that kind of, that stuff kind of come out of my mouth, like word vomit, almost like negativity. And luckily I had my sister, Danny, who is a, a hippie at heart and has, the best, you know, even when she's finding her morals, she's always on that good side. Uh, And so now, like I said, our group is like really weary of kind of making comments or saying something that might be negative or hurt someone's feelings. And, you know, to do that as well, you, you got to like start to, you know, love yourself. And that's, that's, that's that's always a tough battle. Club Random is supported by SignalWire. Ever been on a typical video conferencing call with a bunch of people? It's impossible to understand anybody, especially if they're all talking at once. You don't believe me? Remember what it was like the last time a bunch of you tried to do an intervention for a family member on a video call? Nobody was in sync. Uncle Al's still a mess. That's because the latency sucks. SignalWire has virtually zero audio and video latency, so you can hear, see and hear others in real time. The guys behind SignalWire are the same developers that pioneered the tech that enabled cloud phone systems, Zoom, and the Ring doorbell years ago. But since then, the technology has gotten so much better that they developed their own next-generation platform. SignalWire's advanced communications platform allows product builders and developers to create more natural, real-time, interactive experiences. With SignalWire, everything from simple one-to-one video calls 
to interactive broadcast with thousands of participants can be easily integrated into any app, product, or website. And the video and audio quality is far superior and uses less bandwidth so users' computers don't freeze up. It's been the top choice of TV and film studios for remote looping and audio recording. Imagine turbocharging your company's website or app or other products by integrating SignalWire into the mix. Visit SignalWire.com video to sign up for a free account and mention Bill Maher or Club Random to receive an additional 5,000 video minutes for testing your app or integration. Go to signalwire.com slash video. Integrate real-time video and audio into your app, product, or website and be light years ahead with SignalWire. Go to signalwire.com slash video today. I wonder what would happen if you kids had to go through something really traumatic like what they're going through in Ukraine now. Do you think it would change your whole mindset about this and you'd be like, oh my God, we're obsessing about this bullshit about breakups and this one and that one and what they're wearing and who looks cuter and who cause two, two pounds too fat and all this bullshit and you would it would help you in some way if there was actually something real to worry about because I think a lot of the people who are the most anxious have the most privileged lives mm. I mean look at your life everybody wants it mm. Everybody wants to be you. Mm. I don't know. I think Doesn't that's that, a like, very narrow kind of mindset, you know, uh, in the way of trauma. Everyone really has, you know, their trauma. What's happening in Ukraine is unspeakable. That is, that is something else. But as far as trauma for every human being, um, you know, I, I lost my dad when I was eight. I mm. was molested Why? growing up. I molested. Yeah, I I went through shit. Everybody goes well, through shit. Are, like well, you know, losing, when you kind of yeah, look at a book things. and you judge it by its cover no, and you no, say, no. "Oh, I'm not you judging know, at all." I'm oh, just, no. You're like, well, everyone, even on any platform at any time in anyone's life, you know, we though we do that as a society, we look at someone and say, you know, oh, they have it all. They must be so fucking happy. You've got nothing to complain about in your life, and you're like. Yeah, well, you know, they're still with their therapist every day, you know, and they might have like uh, PTSD nightmares well, and traumas uh, okay. and other things that first haunt of, their dreams. First of all, like, it, you know, being, it's being, yes, molestation is a serious trauma. And death. Uh, uh, death and, in the family and, well, is so death, hard to grow up without a father. When, when, Holy when shit, a child I could not even tell you. When a child how is hard that is. young, that is, yeah. So, so hard. Okay, so those, uh, those are legitimate real traumas. Uh, on a par with the kind of things that people can go through in a war. Not quite as bad, but yes. No, they're not even scarring. comparable. Like, in that, no, what, like but, again, that's unspeakable. But no they're more human. than just the regular bullshit. Um, yes, I'll give you that. But being with a therapist every day can that. also, yeah, I'll give you that. But, but it can also be a indulgence. You know, what about people who have trauma and can't afford a therapist? What do they do? Oh, exactly. That is like so many fucking people. And even people that can afford it, there's so much stigma around getting help and talking about things and being out. That's like one of the best things right now about social media. That's like one of the most healthy parts that really make me think like there's good things in the world about social media is the openness that we have now about seeing a therapist, about even talking about it. 
suicide hotlines, okay. like things now where you're like, wow, we really are. But don't you think some people overdo it with a therapist? It's And again, it's an what? indulgence. Like, an yeah. indulgence? Yes, it can To talk can about be. your feelings? Um, and to talk about what makes you you? Wouldn't the smartest thing well, in life some be knowing see it, see who them you every, are? Every day. Um, see a therapist every day? Is that some what you people, said? Some people see no, 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 oh. no, no. That's not what I said. Oh, okay. No. Mm-mm. Well, anyway, um, a therapist, yes. I think people who are in therapy for 30 years, uh, I mean, we're trying to find the root of something or cure something. And every day is also uh, filled with trauma. You don't know what's going to happen. Your brother could die. This could happen to you. All Like, your life could be flipped point, upside down. At so a certain even, point, shouldn't a therapist or seeing one train you to be able to do that for yourself without I think the great therapist. Thera- great therapists, like for instance, um, my therapist taught me this saying where when you go down the rabbit hole of a negative thought, right? And the negative thought could be anything. And then it's another one and another one. And now when it comes to a place where these thoughts aren't helpful, you're not doing better, you can't learn from these thoughts, there's no, there's no good exchange for you there. It's just negative and another one, another one, another one. When you do that, she was saying... It very much helps to take a light-colored object. Um, I usually have a lot of neon lighters. <laughs> but you take one, and you pick it up, and you put it down. And you pick it up, and you put it down, you pick it up. And you do that. And this motion, changing your body, helps the, the thought go away, helps uh, kind of interrupt that cycle a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so then you're able to, okay, I can move on to a new thought. And that has helped me so many times. Small things like that as well that you use in your Mm. life. Like, you know, the more uh, I go to therapy, I'm sure the more as well, there's so many things that I will learn if you have a a good therapist that not only am I just going to talk about what happened, but I need tools to fix it. I don't want to walk around like this every day or or the person I am and I have these negative things that I want to change. I don't want to keep doing this. And it doesn't just help for me to just, you know, sometimes sit there and talk about it for an hour. No, I, I want something to help me get out okay. of these habits. Well, I'll just say two things. One, you know that among the crazy people in the world, like therapists, very high quotient of truly crazy people are therapists. The craziest. Really? I could, absolutely. <laughs> the craziest people in the world are psychiatrists. They just, they just are. Well, anyway, it must be so such an interesting well, thing to understand so, the human brain so, in such a way. Like, like if, gotta if, be crazy smart. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying therapy can't do good and has done good, and we should have therapy. Yes, there there is absolutely a place we for that. We should have therapy. Absolutely, we should be a place therapy. for that. I should not, but but some people should. Um, I I allow for that. Um, but you like, allow for that. How, You're allowing how the world long, to have but how, but, but, uh, how long can this guy have with you before you go, oh, wait, I've been seeing you for seven years and I'm not really better. Maybe it's you. Maybe you're not a great drink because shouldn't I be at a, a more advanced place in this journey I'm trying to get to where I'm not it depends. How advanced are you in your journey? Is it helping or is it not? Do you feel well, like some things this... are helped or some things aren't? Well, okay. how long like, do you, you give know. it? How long do you That's give this That's a good question. I, I don't know. I mean, know. if you had I... a broken leg and it wasn't healing in seven years, I'm like, <laughs> Doc, you know, I've been on the bench since the 96 playoffs. Can I, 
you know, I mean, you, 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 I, I myself haven't been in therapy very long because also there was kind of, you know, I, I was a part of the stigma around the word therapy, you know, that kind of just sounded a little odd and like, oh, I'm just going to talk about my feelings and do this. And like, what, I'm just going to cry for an hour. Like that sounds fucking fun. Like I want to fucking do that with my day. And then, you know, it took me a while of, you know, bad habits and seeing, being unhappy, being uncontrollably unhappy to sometimes that you're just like, I literally don't want, even just talking about the feeling is like getting me choked up. Like just thinking about being in that spot again in my life, you know, and then I finally was like, okay, I'm actually just going to bite the bullet and like try a few therapists. And if it doesn't work and I don't like it, like whatever, okay. But like, I'm just going to try because what's the other option? Keep going down this road of, of negativity and self-doubt and insecurity and just, you right. know, trauma. Like, you know, and fuck just, that. Just, I must say, just talking to you now for just this small amount of time, I really see why you are so big as you are and why you have this giant fan base and why there's a big thing around you. you because you're a hot chick who also like is... A hot chick. Who's like completely... Like the, the hot chick. <laughs> open, open and vulnerable, you know, about the fact that it hasn't made you that happy. And that's a very... I could, I could see how that's a very attractive thing to people and how lots of people, especially your age, look at that and... I think of any age when you see someone being honest, you're like, damn, that's hard. Right. It's hard to be honest in life. It's hard to be honest with yourself and to be outspoken with your honesty in front of people is so hard. Times that by millions. It's like you're like, you know, we just know it's 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 hard to be honest. I I love I love honesty. I'd rather someone give it to me fucking straight all day long. Then that's what you're here for at Club Random. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it definitely. Right here. We yeah. no lube. We put it right in. <laughs> but, uh, yes, raw dogging. Let's but, go. Uh, but look, I mean, as much as there do when you are on the world stage, and you're right, everything is magnified by, by a zillion. Um, it is harder, but you're not about to give it all up and open a yarn store in Vermont. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Who the, said anything about giving it up? I'm, I'm saying you're not. Like, as much right, as right, there right. are things that come with it that are not that attractive and, and magnify your anxiety, you yeah. st- it's, still, that's why I don't sit it's there. still better than that's, being bored. That's why I also don't sit there like a lot of interviews and stuff really do, you know, want to talk about the the negative, the negative side, the negative side. And, you know, as I've gotten a little bit older in my life, I just don't want to see things in such a negative way. Like social media, for instance, that's such an easy one. Like, man, a place with, for hateful, hateful things are said, you know? And now like, I'm always trying to find positives about social media. And I, and I try and do that with things in any of the negative spectrum with things in my life. But, you know, I get asked like all the time, like these kind of very negative questions wanting, you know, to talk about the but, dark things about anything, you know, and you're but, like, I mean, social media around a little bit, guys, has know. been rocket fuel for your career. Oh, yeah. Social media has so, been rocket fuel for everyone's career. Like, damn. Well, like, not mine. You know? But like, I mean, I'm, I did it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But, Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, that is quite a, 
Um, oh, right. You're engaged now? Oh, yes. Which yes, one is the... Uh... Uh, this one. Oh. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. It, yes, it, I love... It's almost like brass knuckles. Blueberry. Yeah. Jesus, Chris Rock better not piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> These rings. Oh, yeah. Put a dent in somebody's this, head. Um, yeah. Oh, that's an engagement ring? Yeah. That is the coolest thing. Thank oh, this you. one. Yeah, this one. Uh, still, yeah. none of them are, to help design none of them are small. I put the pearls. You know, I love the did, did your boy do that so it would match the other ones, like in sort of size and uh, stature? Because uh, what is this, the Eiffel Tower? Uh, what? <laughs> oh, um, I boy. like to think it's an arena. You could put drugs in there. I know, it doesn't open up. <laughs> I mean, it's not fucked that, up. That, not that that's the first <laughs> thing imagine? that ever crosses my <laughs> mind about a ring. That, But you could. You could really um, put drugs I'm in there. I'm making a jewelry line I mean, right a now, good and we're making a bunch too. of like grinder rings and stuff. Really? So you can like like grind your little Listen, I have to go through the airport shit. in Utah next week. Would you be a lamb and come with me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a good place for me to be. <laughs> and wear the Frankenstein boots, because I got to tell you, I love these fucking boots. Thank you. Oh, my Thank God. You so much. I love my, I love the, oh, look, and it's, of course, it's got the name right there. Boy, designers, what a fucking scam they have. Like, the way they can, like, put their sh- name right on the shit. You know what? What's the scam about putting their? Well, I mean, like other products don't. This chair doesn't say, you know, (laughs) chair by Bob. You know, it was. uh, It's your very few people get to. When you look at the label, it'll say. But you know, but it's not like prominently displayed like that. I mean, they put it on clothes. You know, I think Tommy Hilfiger was like the first one to do that. Or oh, really? I could, I could be wrong about that. I could be completely just, making just that. Just fucking bullshitting, just coming right out of your mouth. I, I, like, I, shit. Sometimes <laughs> a thought enters your head and you're, and you're like, I will call myself on that and say, I think I'm just pulling this uh-huh. out of my ass. Good, good but for you. It, I'm glad it, you're not just it speaking also, facts. It's just right. No, shit. no, no, no. It also could be true. But yes, I would not, I would not bet more than like $100 on that. In fact, I would bet no dollars <laughs> Should we bet $100? No. Let's do it. Not on Tommy Hilfiger. But I seem to remember... No, you know what? I already... I'm wrong. Verse, uh, Jordash. Do you remember what Jordash Dean jeans were? No, you're too young. And like in 1980, like Brooke Shields, I think, did the ad. Uh, yes, it was like they were the biggest jeans. Jordash. And mm-hmm. and and Brooke Shields was like, nothing Shields. comes between me and my Jordash. Mm. I mean, it gave everybody a giant boner in America when Brooke Shields, who was this, basically, she was probably, you know, she was a child star. So she could have been like... Yeah, she was. <laughs> yeah, she was. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And then that sort of controversial looking... Fuck. Yes, <laughs> controversial. super sexualized her as yes. a child. Uh, oh, you know about that. You know about that. Child. This. Oh, yeah. I've seen also right. Blue Lagoon and, like, I've seen a lot of her younger movies um, as well as, um, you know, some coverage behind her growing up. And, you know, I can only imagine that, you know, that, that there are some hard moments in, yes. in her life. Also having to act so young. Yes. And, well, I you know, mean... And become famous so young I mean, she seems at an interesting a, times. She seems a pretty Why? happy person, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, I'm sure she, is. she she went on to do a sitcom. And you know, anyone who can do a sitcom, you know, can't be too depressed. Um, Are you sure? I feel like there's I'm so kidding. many comedians on the darker side of things. I know. I usually meet a lot of. I'm always going to lift you up. I know. I, believe me, I. If anyone would know about comedians uh-huh. being yeah. on the dark side, right? of, I've been. 
working with them for 40 yeah. years. I spent my whole life with them. Okay, so and you were... There are all kinds of comedians, by the way. You should know this. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They are as varied. Some of them are brilliant. Some of them are really not, but most of them are pretty smart. Um, some of them are scummy. A lot of them are great. They're just like a, just a, a, a cross-section of life. They're just funny. There's just a million different ways to be funny, mm. you know. But, um, yes, like, I, I feel like this, I see this in you now. You do have, like, a tendency to, like, you know, make it, Go, go toward the, the sad uh-huh. as opposed to, right. the, to the light. That's what I mentioned earlier right. about having and, to, and, and, you know, uh, working on right. retraining the brain. I've I know. always been kind I, of glass I think empty. Club Random can do this better for you than that fucking trink you got. I love my therapist. It's a I girl. know you do. Well, that's She's part awesome. of the scam. Um, what? No, I'm not. <laughs> What's a part of the scam? No, not, oh, scam? Who said scam? I didn't say it was a scam. I'm just saying. You like that word scam. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about you. Maybe scam. you're a scam. I don't know why you even heard that. That must be a fucking high. You kids with your drugs. Oh you don't know what gosh, you're talking about. You're making things scammer. up. Scam. No, psychiatry is a lovely profession. I'd love to do it myself. Actually, I would. You know, I always say when they ask me in interviews, like, what would you do if you weren't a comedian? I, the honest answer is, I'd love to be a psychiatrist. And I think I could be a better one than a lot of them. I mean, they go to school. I don't know what they fucking learn in psychiatry school. I'm sure there are things, but it's also theoretical. I mean, first of all, the profession's only 100 years old. I mean, it, like, is your Freudian? Um, my girl, is she a Freudian? What does Freudian mean? Well, Freud, you know, Sigmund Freud, the father of psychology. I mean, the oh. guy who invented the whole okay, okay. business of it. I mean, he's the old school. He thinks most things are sexual. You know, he's, he invented, uh, well, there's a few fathers, Carl Jung, um, Erickson, and, um, you know, I think one of them, maybe Erickson, identified stages like the anal stage from birth to age two. It's called the anal stage because you're anal. You're, like, shitting in your pants. And, like, how you are treated there even though it's not in your conscious, as you age, whatever happened to you in your anal stage has defined your personality. That would be old school psychiatric thinking. So like if you were like, I guess, sitting in your own poop all the time or something, when people say now, even today, when they say I'm anal, meaning I'm very neat, uh-huh. That come that why do you think they use that word anal? Are it you comes from. With me right I'm now? I'm not fucking with you. I'm Are telling you. you I'm telling you. Psychiatry 101. This is crazy. I'm like wow. You oh, got you. No, I'm telling crazy. you. This is what. what? <clears throat> I use the term anal all the time. But that's where it comes wow, from. Oh, what the? It comes My from blog. the anal stage zero to two. Freud would say, even though it's not in your conscious, what happened in those years. It's in your unconscious, and that has shaped your personality. Um, I'm very anal. Everything is very neat. And how do you feel about this idea? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's very theoretical, of course, but it is that is what the father of psychology put forward, and some uh, shrinks today are still Freudians. Others have diverged. It's mm-hmm. all so uh, pie in the sky. We just are guessing this is what's going on in the human mind. We don't know. I prefer to just, like, my method of being happy is, like, don't have bad things happen. Try to keep bad things as far away from me as possible, and then I will be happy, you know. But that's, like, a very practical approach. It's mm. it's not a very modern approach. Um, and, yes, but Freud would say 
the anal stage. I mean, what was your, let's go to your anal stage. <laughs> that came out wrong. I'm saying, what happened to you from the ages of zero to two? Were you, were you, were you do you think you were treated well? I was modeling. I started modeling at six <laughs> weeks old. Literally. <laughs> you okay there? You also got some ash um, on your uh, inner thigh. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the answer I expect. <laughs> what yeah. happened to you at six months, Bella? Um, uh, well, I was modeling, and uh, I was. I heard, I, <laughs> wow, you people yeah. say they were born six, yeah. in a trunk. You almost were. That was um, they say in vaudeville. I was born in a trunk, I meaning I was in born into show business. Lights, and I think that's so you, hindered so you, my eye capabilities. Okay, so, so, so your, don't got great your size, mother made you a model at, as, <laughs> as a child. Um, well, my other siblings were in modeling. Um, my sister Danny and uh, my brother, and so Danny was the first fam- to start modeling. Just a good-looking family that they um, wanted in modeling. I guess so. And uh, Danny started modeling when she was younger, and then Remy, and then my mom wow. loves to tell the story that um, she was at a photo shoot with my brother, and she was pregnant with me, and she was about to pop. And they were like, oh, uh, when's the baby due? And she was like, <laughs> oh, October. And they were like, oh, that's great. That's right around, you know, when we're going to be shooting, like, our spring and summer shit. Like, uh, we would love to... Um, book it and she was like you don't know if it's a boy or a girl yet and they're like it doesn't really matter you know a different color hat blue pink it's like you can't really tell at that age and you're like oh wow my mom's like she had her first not job only can't you tell before anymore. she was even born it doesn't even it doesn't even matter because everybody's switching their sexes constantly no i'm not kidding about it. i mean i'm kidding about that but people do switch sexes a lot more than they used to you know, there's a lot of trends. You know, I always see that in the paper about somebody who has switched their sex, which I'm all, if that's what makes you, yes. that's that what blows your dress Bad up. Bad bitches all the way. Who? Yes. Bad bitches. Fat bitches. Why bad bitches. Oh, bad bitches. Bad bitches. Be who you are. Yes, claps. Right. Claps. Makes me happy. I mean, I think there's some uh, money to be made in some sort of exchange with everyone switching where, like, you know, if you need a penis, take a penis. If you have a penis, give a penis. You know, like, if people are becoming, like, men to women, they're going to cut off their penis. And then there are women transitioning who are going to need a penis. Uh, I feel like if there was some exchange, uh, maybe Bitcoin could be involved. and You could, you know, no? I just don't like joking about... Oh, Bella... Um, I know oh, that you Bella. like to, but I. Oh, see, this I don't is where think the it's anxiety. funny. Oh, for fuck's sake! That, what a shame! Um, <laughs> that is where your anxiety. You don't have to be I, sorry, I but I'm not sorry think either. It's funny. And that is where your anxiety comes from. There is nothing wrong with joking. Nothing wrong about that. It's not everybody is that sensitive. Not everybody needs to be that sensitive. Even the people who are doing that, I don't think, would need to be offended by that. Everybody is so easily offended. You kids, you wake up offended. You should, you should get off Twitter, get off social media, and, and maybe you wouldn't like, have this anxiety. This, like, because I don't know if you're really offended or you're just worried that you're going to look offended. No, I'm 100% offended. Like when, when I think about you know, someone's trauma and someone the videos that I have seen that are so, like, so fucking bad and... 
But you can. When people have to worry about walking on the street, just being themselves, like that's fucking anxiety. That's why I don't like to like joke about it because you know someone hears it and on a public platform is so bad because you're like kind of low key spreading like this, like oh ha 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 ha, and it's like. it's uh, not funny when your like face is being beaten in the floor and you like, know what you, you know, can connect raped, you can like, connect any like bad, bad thing like, with any other bad thing. Of course, I there could, are a lot of bad things. You know what? This is one Mel Brooks did a movie I called really The Producers, and he had a to, song in it called "Springtime for Hitler." About. If I really tried, I could probably connect Hitler with something sad, but we don't because that's not how we live. That's not how we can live. Because everything can be connected. Everything can, everything can be connected to something sad. And then you'll be sad all your life. And that's why you are sad. And you don't have to be sad. Not everything has to be said. Not everything is sad. Everything could be said. We choose whether to make it sad or not. You there's, know, you don't think there's something to that, Jerry? I think when it comes to your own drama, like, you know, like I, I make dead dad jokes. Make some people who know me very well super uncomfortable sometimes. Well, what like, could uh, be more sensitive you know, than that? It's, but like to, for your own trauma, like you, you, you know, it's, I don't know. I, I just. But that's your own trauma and you're okay with joking you just said. It's, do I think it's really funny if someone's joking about raping a girl? Give me a, a dead girl? dad joke. I don't, I don't think that one's really funny. Um, that one's not so funny, and that's another trauma well, of mine. You know, it's like, it depends on Only one of us is a comedian, so I'm going to have to pull rank on that. But give me a dead dad joke. Oh, no. Come on. No, no, no. You said you were having dead no, dad jokes. No, no, I just like, you know, it's 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 not like I have a literal dead dad joke. It's more like, you know, conversations are being had and, you know, there's an opportunity to, you know, make a dead dad joke. Like, yeah. you know, and then, you know, you're like, uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's not way, mine. <laughs> it's the way to own it. It's the way to own it. Yeah, when you, know, you decide to own your, right. you know, you, pain is however then, you decide to own right. your pain. But it's you like, know? you're not going to control me with this pain. I'm going to own it. It's like the way African-Americans took back the N-word. It was a horrible slur. And then they said, but we're going to own it. You know? And anyway, look, I, it's good that we can agree to disagree. We don't have to agree on everything. That's what an honest conversation is, you know? Uh-huh. But I bet you, like, in 10 years, when, uh, <laughs> when I'm dead <laughs> and you're no, here hosting the show <laughs> and you're talking to somebody, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm just saying <laughs> we're all in the process of evolution. Me yes. too. Welcome back to Bond Temps. Join host Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall for Truest Blood, the official True Blood Look Back podcast. You'll hear interviews with actors like Sam Trammell, Adina Porter, and Carrie Preston, and writers like Charlene Harris and Alex Wu. Plus the vamp champ himself, Alan Ball. You can rewatch the HBO original True Blood on HBO Max. Then join Kristen and Deborah each week as they sink their fangs into the series episode by episode. So subscribe, share with your fellow troopies, and be sure to listen on HBO Max and wherever you get your podcasts. You were talking about the uh, drug Sorry. portal on your ring. Um, <laughs> that's a, a, the engagement ring. You're getting married. That's going to change you, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Is that is that very soon the upcoming nuptials? Um, you know, things with COVID are just COVID. Oh, stop it! You know, oh, you're anxious. Just, of course, you're anxious about well, COVID. No, well, That's be, even besides dumber. being anxious about oh. COVID, it's more just oh. like you know, friends and family flying somewhere, this oh. and that. Like COVID things, is not a, a that wedding in COVID. I'm like, it's not going to kill you. You know, COVID. oh no, I no, promise. but I just you know, it makes things more oh. difficult when you're planning a wedding. It's already hard enough to it plan shouldn't. a wedding, and planning a wedding in Look, COVID is we also it. very difficult. So it was, I. It we're was, just we're just chilling. And, it was fun you know. for two years to be paranoid, but it's over. I mean, it's yes, it will always be here. Like a million bad things are here, right, 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 and right, right. lots of health threats are here. Mm-hmm. Um, I am much more worried about cancer than I am about COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But you know, you we can't get to zero worries or zero deaths or zero anything with COVID or anything bad. So we just have to say, you know, uh, my we're, point we're gonna, more so was <laughs> that it's hard to plan a wedding, very hard to plan a wedding in COVID. And anybody that's planning weddings in COVID, my mom uh, just got married, and you know, it why was, is it hard I to plan? Her. Because everything's open are, again. You know, more difficult. Like it's just you, like, you know, it's a long you list. Shit about but it at this point? let's not talk about the difficulties. Let's talk about the happier things. Okay, great. Happy side. So, so where who are you going to have this side? <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who mentioned COVID. I said you're getting married. You're like, yeah. oh my god, COVID's fucking yeah. it all up. What? Of course, you go right to the sad part. Okay, okay right. Because you, uh, you asked making... me when, and I'm like, well, you know, that's the kind of why we haven't decided when yet. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's why. Now, how did you know he was the one? I think our communication skills are just, like, off the charts. You know, I've never had a partner where when you speak to each other, you both really listen and marinate, and you don't just... All the time, and talk, and also kind of pick on each other about s- stupid things, like, uh, like I don't even know, like dumb, like dumb shit that you get into fights in relationship, and you're like, why are we even talking about this? This is literally yeah. stupid. Sounds like he's secure. We don't do, yeah, right. and, and that's important in a guy. Yeah, we just have a really beautiful way of seeing each other in the way that he sees me, and us always wanting to make each other better oh. in the best way. Like I just. I love that. And he brings out, like, also, like, the more healthy sides of me and that kind of stuff that I would always want more in a partner. Like, if I have my choice, I'll be chilling all day, binge-watching shows, fucking never moving, <laughs> ordering multiple foods. My really? brain's just filled with food. I'm just chilling, and I'm binging. Okay, I'm binging hardcore. And I've got a whole watch list on my phone Wait, and, and he, everything. he stops this? Um, and... Not that he stops this, but, you know, he's also much more like, baby, we should go outside. I'm like, I know we should go outside. He's like, let's go on a walk. I'm like, I know, okay, let's go on a walk. Uh, but, you know, if I get into a show, I'm like, we have to watch the next episode. I need to know yeah. the next episode. Sometimes when shows come out and they're just, I know they're going to be so good, I'll just wait. I'm like, no, it's better to wait. I'm going to wait like three, four weeks. I'm not going to look. At what, socials, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hear nobody tell me because I need to watch this shit back to back to back. I'm very curious. <laughs> what are some of the shows that like captivated you like this that you had to watch? Because I have shows like that too. Um, 
Oh my God, there's been so many great shows. God, Californication, The Sopranos. Californication, um, boy, yeah. going back. I watched every episode of that. Such a great fucking David show. David Duchovny. Yeah. You know who had her first first acting job on that? Zoe Kravitz. Really? Yes, God, I remember amazing. that. I think it was her first. The first she time I ever clean, saw her. A little part clean. in Californication, a Showtime sitcom. Um Oh, wow, I would never have guessed. Smart and talented it's and beautiful. interesting that like, you said that show. I hadn't thought about that show, but God, David Duchovny was terrific, right? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. It was a great character. Uh, Hank the writing, Moody, you know. everything, you're just like, they, yeah. they really I mean, they nailed it, was it a, uh, with that one. Yeah, I mean, he got, a, he got away with being a rake. You know, he got away, away with being this fucking guy who, you know, always have to have the plot line of, I really love my wife. Also, fucking a mother. A million so other broads, but I really love her, so that makes me very vulnerable. But really, remember, because he loved her, but right. he was always getting a lot of tail. Um, and, you know, it's He's like... A sex addict. It's kind of like, you know, musicians get away with singing those songs like Willie Nelson and Julio Iglesias. Do you remember this song? You're probably too young, but... To all the girls I've loved before. Yes. You do know that song? Yes, I do. Who came in and out my door. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're getting away with something only musicians could get away with. You know, which is basically saying, you know, look, you came in and out my door. <laughs> but, the you know. The player culture is very interesting. It's definitely for men is like so celebrated. Like The player culture. The player You're right. culture. Like Interest- it's very. Yes. And, and in movies and You're TV. Totally the difference right. with movies where you don't get that side with music unless you really get to know the artist is that when you have the player culture in movies, it's like, oh, the bad boy, the jock. Oh, he's, he's bad. Right. He's saving girls. Oh, but we still like him and we want him to win. And maybe he'll change. <laughs> he might change, girls. Hold on. So, so <laughs> and every it- girl is like, Okay, right, maybe so isn't change. this partly the fault <laughs> of like, women? Really, you know, what? Isn't this partly the fault of women who like the bad boy and enable him? You just were imitating a, a I woman. I don't know how the culture of like the idea of this is we like love a bad boy. Like, I don't know if it happened in society, in movies, if it just happened everywhere and then that just became well, a thing. Well, it happened with I women. I don't know, but I feel That's like every girl now. that dates a bad boy is like, why am I dating this bad boy? But they do I knew it. he was a bad boy and now it's just like, <laughs> oh, but maybe he's just bad boy on the exterior and he might be right. a cushy little teddy bear. Right. And then you're like, no, okay. Hmm. Right. He's just a he's just a bad boy. But when I met uh, Ben, my fiance, <laughs> he definitely had bad boy exterior written all over him. And you know, he's not a bad boy. He's actually a really great boy. Hmm. I was like, oh, this is kind of. I guess this are the times that girls are like, oh, maybe he will actually be better than what you know he's kind of just showing me right now, or what I can get from this. And and yeah, with with Ben, it actually kind of. But isn't it so. kind of like they want? I mean, they just want this guy because they think he's hot and then no so they're I think and, with most women it's so mental like oh that's well, why it's want, so but hard you're, for but girls you're kinda, to come you're kinda, because it's like so mental but when you're, you're kind of saying they want the, this guy they think is hot and then they're going to hope that the mental part comes along I it's just don't like, know I'm never like it's been I just I can't like you can see an attractive man then uh, this is me speaking for me not not all women, and, you know, I know a lot of girls who are just like, oh, my God, he's so hot. Like, I want to get his number. I would totally fuck him. Okay. But for <laughs> me, like, you know, I, and, you know, like, 
it just, you know, really, I, I'm like, that's a very attractive person. Good for you. But right. I don't, right. I don't know. I don't usually even no, think, steer towards those people I as think, far as like I think you type. are I'm more typical like, of all women. I do. I, I think women are deeper than men, especially with that kind of thing. Men are yes, superficial. They always say men fall in love through their eyes, women through their ears. Uh-huh. Meaning, hmm, is that what they say? That, well, that's, a, <laughs> they, I like you this. know, I haven't seen they. <laughs> uh, they used to come by the club, but I guess they're uh, uh, doing other things. Now. But uh, yeah, that's like a saying, and, uh, or maybe it's a proverb, or, you know, maybe, I don't know, whatever it is. It, it could be written on a Mayan temple. I have no idea, but it's something that's been around for a long time, and it's kind of true. I mean, it survives because it's kind of true. Men do fall in love through their eyes and women through their ears, which means they are deeper because it has to go into their brain where we, we just go right to our balls. And, and Yeah, the good. best way, again, I can describe that is back to the coming analogy. It's like, you know, the coming analogy for women, like come, to, to come for right. a woman, like come, to yes. get into that, you know, right, headspace sure. and the comfortability and relax. And there's right. so much shit that, it, like, right. sometimes you'll be like, even if there's like, something back there and it keeps ticking back and forth like you're right. like oh I can't come because there's fucking what's right. happening over there is that a Roomba is right. the Roomba going off or someone shut the fucking if, Roomba we gotta right. get the Roomba out of here you're what like, if the wrong it's like, song comes up yeah exactly you're like oh hold on I do like not want to fuck to this song I do not want to come to this song when you have when you when you have, uh, when you, <laughs> <laughs> when you, have uh, when you make whoopee as they used to say on uh, the Nullywood game when you're making whoopee with your fiance like, do you have music on? No. No music. No music. No, we don't. No. Not I mean, even Crimson if, and Clover. we're going to, like, fuck at a party and there's, like, music or something, like, okay, like, go oh, into the bathroom, like, a get party. a cookie in or something. Like, you're like, okay. Or if you're just at home. But I think it, no, no. At home, it's like. No. No, we do, you know, a lot corny? of talking and, like, you know. But no music. I, no. we dry. I, it's not dry though. No, I'm kidding. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Technically, it's dry in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's You're raw dogging it. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. I'm also for me like I'm much more into you know talking and really being in that moment with each other, not just right, like oh let's fuck to this beat background. kind of. I don't know that we, like, I just don't need that filler. You know, <laughs> it's kind of just like What filler. about just spa music? Need, oh, no. No, definitely not spa music. No lyrics. It's uh, just the sound of a lake. Uh, Come on. <laughs> Something. You can put a soundtrack. It's a, no, I know what you're saying. Turn on the rain machine. I mean, I, when I listen to this, when I was in college, I had one tape. I was so poor. I had a boombox. That was my music system. And I had like one, like old tapes, not even discs, <laughs> but mm-hmm. tapes, like a cassette tape. Uh-huh. And it's like, so when like the rare times I had sex with someone, I would put in the cassette. That was like my, you know, we didn't even consider you couldn't have sex without music. It was a big part of it. But it was like the same songs. So it'd be like, I, I like knew, like when I heard a certain song come on, I'm like, no, oh my God, Purple no. Rain. I should have my finger in your ass by now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> not that I ever did no, that, but I mean. That would distract <laughs> me so much. I yeah. could not, because you just know certain things are coming up. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Totally taking you out of the moment. Uh, see, that's, that's why I don't fuck with music on. Take exact, and I, I feel you on that one, girly. Taking you out of the moment. Yeah, right. taking you out of the moment. And 100%. you know, your thing about the female orgasm, I'll tell you, as someone looking back from the 60s, 
That is the, the number one thing men have trouble learning and then hopefully someday learn. But I would say it's that, that it's such a mental thing for a woman to have an orgasm. Yeah. You cannot, you cannot just fuck it out of them as some men think no, they can. 100%. You, yeah. And, you know, I think as a woman too, like it takes a long time to understand your own body. And that's why, you know, I'm always talking about sex, bringing, you know, uh, just really trying to end stigma around the word sex in general because we all we all do this. Why are we so uncomfortable with it? And it's just like, you know, falling down the rabbit hole over there. So I just think that, learning about your body as a woman is so important and you know to each their own on time how quickly you get there how quickly you start understanding like it takes a long time and some girls like go like years like half their lives without knowing how to come like it's it's totally so you see this is kind of like a mission of yours to like get these women to understand this um, yes. Something and, you can and, do for women. And, and, and in general, you know, the word sex, like, you know, the, the, the idea behind sex, everything that goes, falls under sex and then boom, 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 boom. There's a whole list of things that, you know, people need to, you know, kind of wrap their minds around it. And, and people are, you know, finally things are happening and it's moving forward in a great direction. You have, you know, so many females now opening up like vibrator brands and, you know, sex toys and different things. And it's just, it's so really? great. It's it's so great to see, like literally it's... Oh, you mean like Gwyneth Paltrow and that kind of stuff? Like Demi Lovato has on too. candles. Um, or... Cara Delevingne. Right. Uh, oh. There are so many uh, also more... Um, home businesses coming into play now. Like, in general, the market's opening up in a way where people can understand this now and not be so, like, oh, my God, I can't even believe they're, like, talking about sex right now. Like, and you're just like, what is happening? Like, or, oh, my God, I can't even believe they're talking about sex right now. (laughs) It's so bad, like, so inappropriate. Like, that kind of idea. I think we've been talking about sex for a while. In America, yeah, I mean, I there was a time when they weren't, in, but I think in, we have uh, broken that barrier a while ago. I mean, I certainly never really held back, but of course, there were restrictions on commercial TV. Mm, I was on mm-hmm. there for a while. Um, you know, I, I remember a time when in TV you couldn't say say the word ass or fart. Fart? You couldn't say fart. They you couldn't took say fart ass. from us. You couldn't say sucks. Took um, art. You, I mean, you would I'm not believe seriously how. Seriously upset right now. <laughs> I'm like, and, my mind is um, like, I'm not happy. Now you can. Coming I mean, Comedy this, Central, they which went is that not far. They Comedy went that Central far. is not a pay cable station. Comedy Central, anybody can get it. I think with an antenna, they have those roasts now. They say everything but. Maybe I don't think cunt is allowed, but I think everything's oh, shit. Love cunt. <laughs> I love cunt. You love cunt. God, <laughs> such tell a me, good one. It's such a great topic. Well, tell so me good. why you love cunt. I love <laughs> that the came word. out wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> I love the word. I love the vagina. Mm. 
Um, <laughs> you know, in England, they... love the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you yeah, love the vagina. Yeah. But, um, yeah, at, at one point I did a Twitter poll, and I was like, should I name my dog Cunty? Because oh. Cunt, like, you can't literally <laughs> yell across <laughs> the Wanna Really Thought, like, Cunt, get over here. No, like, don't do Not going to happen. Even Cunty so, is not really... Um, a, and then the other one was Tampon. And, uh, tampon. Yeah, and because I really wanted to take a word that people oh. felt was like... So, like, oh, I'm so offended by it. And, you know, call something that's so cute, like a little dog. And I just thought that was great. Like, you know, now when you think of this word after you've met Tampon, you're like, oh, Tampon's yeah, actually Yeah, Tampon cute. is kind of cute. I'm glad you didn't um, go with country, but, I got to say. But Tampon didn't I like just, her own name. Like, well, it, then it, it, it ended up literally me calling her all the time, Tampon, Tampy, Tampy, Tampon. And she just never, so then... All of a sudden, we came to Ma, Mommy, and and her name is Ma, Mommy now. Is this the and, kind of um, thing that you would discuss in therapy? Like, you would run this by the shrink? Like, should I call my dog Cunty? No. No. Too, <laughs> too specific? That would be so <laughs> funny if I was spending my therapy time <laughs> debating Cunty no. or Tampon. So that's too trivial. Um, no, yeah. I feel like I'm a waterfall every time I start therapy. Like, every time I begin the session, I'm like, oh, wow. I know it's going down, bitch. <laughs> you in for a ride no. today. <laughs> for this one hour, you in it. So, Get ready. Buckle and, up. And, and you think this is because the guy uh, draws this out of you? The girl, it, yes. The girl, I'm the, so the sorry. The woman. See, that, that was uh, yes, wrong of me to amazing. assume it was a man. Um, uh, she's great, and... Uh, do I think she draws it out of me? No, no. I feel like I'm on a mission. I'm just on a mission in life. And even in therapy, I'm on a mission. I'm trying to fix this shit. I'm like, yo, I'm paying you this hour, this money cow right now. Like, I need to get this shit out and you need to help me. Like, let's team up on me right now. Like, how do we get this shit under control? So I'm like, like literally I'm gearing up. Like every time I know I have, I have to schedule a therapy session, which also makes it more difficult when you're like going through So it's not a regular weekly thing? Um, No, because with my schedule, like you have to, when you're doing therapy, sometimes like with how I feel, you know, it's like the hour before I need to kind of gear up for it. Like I can do something, but I don't really want it to be work related and hours all a lot of the hours of my day is work so I'm like and then the hour after I could be in a bad place for like an hour after I do a therapy session let's say we go like real real in the mud fingers in the mud on it then yeah for like the next hour I could be like wow you know and I'm not gonna just like be like oh let me just smoke and get you know have a drink like let me just get out of this and like I'm just not I don't like to make those habits so I'm just like sitting in that hour just trying to like you know decompress and find my find my center again um so it's like acupuncture. You don't want to <laughs> schedule what? I've never done acupuncture, but I, well, I really want know, to try. It's a, you know, you might be a little You maybe not want to schedule a pickup game right after your acupuncture because you know, <laughs> yeah. your fucking body's full of holes or you know whatever it is. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying any of these things are wrong. Acupuncture, I think, has merit. I don't know. You know, I mean, I think the jury's out, but some people believe it. Now, it could just be um, the placebo effect. You know, I mean, the placebo effect is amazingly uh, powerful 
Um, whenever they test a drug, they test it with a placebo. And very often the placebo does just as well. Um, sometimes it does better. And, you know, before modern medicine, all they had was the placebo effect because doctors, <laughs> doctors, you know, these fucking quacks who did things like put dirt in a wound, they would, uh, you know, do some crazy shit uh, to you, uh, leeches, or actually they still use leeches, bad example, okay. But some crazy shit, and then the patient would get better. And the reason I think that happened is because... Yeah, I believe the, in the placebo effect strong. The mind-body connection is mm -hmm. so much stronger than modern medicine will give it credit for. Modern medicine only matters if we can quantify it on a stat sheet. We can put numbers and decimal points. And that's just not exactly the story. And I think the mind does play an amazingly yeah, role. important role in health. Yeah, and yeah, and health. You gotta and get pain, your mind tolerance. right. Yeah, intolerance. It's like, you know, the simplest form is like, you know, running on a treadmill, pushing yourself past the point that usually breaks you, and you're like, I'm gonna stop. I have to stop. Like, I have to. And, you know, that point that your brain overrides all that everything in your body is telling you to stop, but you override that side. That's, you know, the the power of the mind and that with is like the the lightest you know spectrum of of pushing yourself and then you know and believing in something and then it it, it happening you know and with placebo effect you're like that's a whole nother thing that shit is crazy like i i i do i i like the well power let, of the let mind me ask one, you, let me go 100%. one further and ask you about this holistic medicine mm. classic holistic medicine and i certainly have uh, steep myself in it, but I was always honest with the people I talked to who were practicing it, uh, my main doctor mostly, that That's awesome. I, don't, I'm, I don't buy into all of it. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Some some things, um, jury is out, and some things I'm like, oh, uh, that may just be a little too close to religion. But one thing which I think jury out, but I'm willing to entertain it, they would say that all the emotions are posited in different parts of our body, like sorrow in our lungs, mm. anger in our liver or bile. I think some of the part, organs of the body are named for, yes, they are, bile. I mean, it, uh -huh. we talk about that, and that's also an emotion. Uh, phlegm is a, a word. Phlegmatic means to be the, the emotion that is, <laughs> I guess, encased in phlegm. So this idea has been around for a long time, that emotions are encased mm -hmm. in different parts of our body, which mm -hmm. means if you have a lot of sorrow, mm -hmm. that's what makes your lungs vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I can see people going, oh, that's quackery and crazy. You know what? No, they just that. my theory always on medicine. They just don't know very much, so don't don't fucking don't trauma, fucking have so that attitude of that just you know like oh you're such a quack. We know everything. you don't know shit, so everything is on the table. Everything, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah, everything I, is on the table, right? Mm -hmm. And just the fact that those people and, don't like give any countenance to the mind body connection. Mm -hmm. It's like well already. You know, you're not being bright on this issue to begin with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and even when you have something that you're like, no, this is a fact, you're like, okay, but things every day, we have so much more knowledge every fucking day, and facts are changing. 
Yes. Things change the yes. more we know about them. Oh, absolutely. I totally you know. believe in Dr. Google. You know, they love to... <laughs> no, Dr. Google is scary, though. You're Dr. like, okay, I have, well, what? It depends on who's... What? Depends what? This happened to me. Are depend, you sure? <laughs> it depends on who's looking up Dr. Google. Because here's the thing. If you uh, graduated medical school in 1980... Uh, you could still be practicing, and there's really no law that says you have to like keep up on the latest. And medicine is always changing. And again, they're only at the infancy of understanding anything. Um, so you could be just like way behind. And of course, I personally have caught doctors not knowing something they should have known because there's lots of information out there. We're not, it's not like the old days where they are the secret priesthood who only they knew the answers. I mean, lawyers love to do the same thing. We'll call something a Latin phrase and then, you know, the, the plebes won't know what we're talking about. Same thing with medicine, except now we have Dr. Google. If you have a good researcher, I would trust Dr. Google more than some idiot who uh, hasn't kept up with what's going on in the world. Dr. Google has the answers. You just have to be clever enough to find it. Exactly. Well, in my case, hire a researcher. But most people can't Mm. do that. I feel like that is a great use of my money Mm -hmm. at my age. Hire someone who just researches health. Fuck yeah. I want to do that shit. Pennies on the shit. dollar for keeping um, my ass alive. What? 100% I'm into that. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you that's a great it. idea. You're I didn't young. even think of that. You're no. fine. You should, oh my God. You should, start you have got start to young. Stop, do it. Stop Get it in worrying your about now. everything. You have a wonderful, charmed <laughs> life. Your career is on the uphill. You're getting married. These are the good old days, darling. Yeah. All right. I hope you're not mad at me that we had a tiff, but, you know, that's what makes it honest, right? Honest. Is that okay? Evolution, growth. Yeah. We're always right. learning every day. I feel day. like I know you a little bit, uh-huh. and I'm glad I got you. Are you shaking? You. Are you sh- Can I? hands? Yeah. Can you, do you feel the same way? You're glad you got to know me a little bit? Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I really? definitely feel the same way. Okay. Uh-huh. You, know, you only fight with your friends. <laughs> This is very fun. Thank you. Thank I thought you for so. having me. Ah, thank you. For and I want to come back to the club. I want. I'm here you're for gonna come. It. When like, we're gonna have a party, party here with all the other guests we've had, it's gonna be off the hook. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. Love it.